In the beginning, there was nothing. Then there were comic books. Once you enter our world, there is no escape. Comic exposure begins in 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. My name is Josh Buckley, and my podcast brooding Dark Knight is the one, the only. It's me, Travis Ratz here. But you know what? This cape charges back. Hey, it's me, Travis Ratz here. (laughs) On this episode of the Comic Exposure Podcast, Travis and I are diving deep into some pop culture goodies that are hitting the airwaves uh episodes such as this uh we talk about what's going on in the world of comic books what's going on in the world of geek media sometimes we read graphic novels this is a variant edition where we are jumping into the world of pop culture and on this episode travis and i are talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League. Have you guys heard As about this? Have you guys heard about this Justice League movie? A guy named yeah. Zack Snyder. Did Have it? you heard about this thing? Snyder, Snyder cut. The yeah. Snyder cut. Yeah. Release the Kraken. Release yeah. the Snyder cut. I thought so, it was about those pretzels. So we're we're talking about uh, releasing the Snyder cut today, and we're also going to talk a little bit about the uh, the television series uh on disney plus the marvel ones that are coming out and, and do a little bit of a little bit of discussion about what we're seeing on that compared to the world of the netflix marvel shows right because now we, we have we like dove into. two different versions yeah. in this yeah, world two, to go. two different versions of these worlds uh so let's start with let's start with the justice league travis now you and i both saw the original one the joss whedon redone justice league Right. What did you? What did? What were your thoughts on the the 2017 Joss Whedon? Justice well, League? to me, it was a very forgettable movie. I remember going seeing it in the theater uh, and not being impressed with it, but not being like, well, I mean, it was a good time. Uh, we got to inter- we got introduced to those. It's hard. To, it's hard to think about. It's hard to remember. Like, oh, that's the first time we really got to see Aquaman and. Yeah. Um, that wasn't the first time we saw Wonder Woman, but it was the first time we saw the Flash and the and Cyborg, right? Yeah, like, yeah. So it was yeah. cool seeing those characters and seeing how they played out. But a very forgettable movie. I remember the scene. The only scene I remember from it is uh, the when Superman uh, wakes up and they have that fight in front of the the statue. I thought that right? was badass. Um, I I would agree. That's probably the only real. And I remember like fighting in the dystopian wasteland they created like that with the nuclear reactor yeah i remember I, the end of it yeah and that scene with superman those are the most memorable and scenes. i couldn't remember if that scene happened was that in batman versus superman I, I i i conflate batman v superman and justice league all the time in my yes head. because snyder has a tableau that he likes to create in his films and even though that even though joss whedon took over there were some still very Snyderific things in the in the Joss Whedon version, but now I, I'm going to agree with you. Not something that I I think I maybe only watched it one other time after I saw it in the theaters. Um, could you very, tell, could you tell like when you watched Snyder Cut like what was in the original? Did you remember like oh this was all these parts uh, yeah, were in the original? The, I had a hard time. Well, the the whole beginning of the movie 
takes place in a different order, takes place in a, it feels very different than the 2017 version. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I like it is four hours, Travis. It's, it feels, it feels four hours. Yeah. It feels every minute of four hours. Here's what I think though. Here's what I think. And I don't, I don't want to like crap on the movie. Cause I, no. I think I actually, here's what I would say. It is very long, but it was a much better film than the original Joss Whedon version. I yeah. walk away from this four hours with a little bit more memorable scenes, a little bit more understanding of characters. But I think had Zack Snyder just cut out all of the slow-mo, it would have been a three hour film. Right. I think you could have, you could have trimmed it down to three hours. Had you just made every slow-mo scene regular motion. Yeah. A lot of people are talking about, it does feel more like an experiment. Uh, like what happens yes. if you give a, a filmmaker a second draft after they've had like three years of feedback from the audience uh, combined with their original vision, combined with what you're capable of adding to the film. And so right. it's this really weird experiment in film because you just don't get second shots uh, in film. No right, one gives you right. that. No one gives you that. And so there is like, oh, that's cool. Like this is what... Now, well, at the end, I want to come back to that. Is this something that we want to see happen more? Or... Could this possibly open floodgates to something that we think we want, but we don't want? I would. I I think that second one bears some discussion. Yeah, yeah. So I before before we get to that, what having watched this again, what were some standout moments for you in this new version of it that made you go, oh, I think I think I enjoy this one more than the two hour version of it, right? Uh, I liked I liked a couple stuff that I liked the most. I like Bruce's quest to a re to unite the Justice League, yeah. where he's kind of doing these small mini trips, and that leads us into introducing into the characters. I think I like uh, Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne. I like seeing him interact. He has a he has a really yeah. good sense. He he commands the screen when he's on there. It feels the things around him don't feel Batman. Like his world doesn't feel gothic enough, maybe, but but he very much is the most Bruce Wayne looking Bruce Wayne, right? Mm-hmm. When you think of all the movies with Bruce Wayne, that sort of like he looks like almost Batman animated series Bruce Wayne because of his size, right? Yeah, yeah, like a very stocky chest, and so when he's when he's Bruce Wayne, he very much is that sort of. It reminded me very much of animated series bruce wayne yeah absolutely yeah it, it felt like that it's just the world around him didn't feel because it's not like really gotham you don't get a lot of you know it's for me batman is so much gotham and uh yes yeah, yeah. It, it, it's intertwined but i i liked the having more alfred in there too uh yeah. that was really nice seeing that their playoff uh cyborg of course um seeing that story yes, play seeing out seeing that story made a whole lot more all of it made more sense now i think he i think playing any kind of half robot android uh character is tough it's like how do you how do you do well, that without this, this is all cliche? he gets is half of his face right he only gets to a moat with like three quarters of his face and how much of the movement as an actor that you give to your character is actually seen in the character as opposed to yeah. what they're just going to do with the cgi body uh i thought that his his tone was good he felt very serious he felt like a very serious yeah. character. He felt like he had heart. 
Like he was the a little bit of the heart of the team in this this thing. The dad yeah. relationship was great. I really liked the the things that you know. The, well, the, in comic books, we all have daddy issues, so it only makes sense. That's right? true. Yeah, and it, and, it, and it worked out really well. I thought that it was it was great seeing the the dad is just like giving up everything just to to right a wrong. He's like, okay, right. You are the future. Like you have to decide how you're going to use this power, and I'm not going to judge you. Right. He did like like you can hack into anything you want, yeah. bro. Like, yeah. Now you, I don't understand why you would go. Let's make him in the digital world and try to like play in that world because it never looks good. Oh, you mean where it's like in his mind and he's not right, in this and stuff? he's like there's the bear and the bull like fighting outside the stock exchange, like. That's goofy, but I guess you can't do it any other way, right? Like it's a conceit of his brain, what he views that as, right? Right. Yeah. So yeah. it's that, a weird thing. That's a tough I, thing to design. Is how right. are we going to show this? And I think I would probably, as a storyteller, I'd probably end up with something similar because you, it's, right? Because there's no other way to do it's it. It's the Tony Stark helmet, right? How can we get more right. Robert Downey Jr. in here, but still give you like, oh, it's a superhero, and this is. How his power set works. Right. And- it's also very, so it's better than Age of Ultron, where you have two glowing orbs talking to each other with ones and zeros everywhere. Right. So like. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You, you have to, you have to find a way to do it. I, I agree with you. I thought it was cool to kind of see all that backstory. Um, I did, I did like Bruce Wayne trekking around. You got to see a little bit more of that. I think although longer it felt less disjointed because when you go back and watch the 2017, there's a lot of stuff missing. It feels like it jumps. It feels like it's not cohesive. So although this is four hours, it feels a much more cohesive story, right? Yeah. You get the mother box stuff and then it becomes about like, even the way they break down the chapter is like, they label them what's going to happen. Like this is the waking up Superman. This is the, uh, return to this you know what did you think of that idea of putting the chapter breaks in there i liked it 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 felt very comic booky yeah it did i liked it a lot i liked it a lot and it also kind of it helped to um separate some of the 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 larger ideas the themes in here uh and and it kind of got me into snyder's head as an editor like how he was narrating how he wanted to narrate his film uh i think what i think what it lets you do is it lets you transition better exactly right it's the commercial break it's the end of an episode right so instead of having instead of like the weird star wars sweep where you're like oh we're somewhere else right and you can't edit it any other way better right this allows you to jump because that's look if there's like snyder snyder makes movies that are very much here's this motif in this set piece yeah and i'm gonna i'm gonna put them the I'm going to try to create the most to him beautiful sort of music video like shot mm-hmm. that I can in that set piece and then I'm going to move right to the next one and right. so at least the chapter breaks let you do that without being as jarred right yeah he gets to finish a thought and then start the next thought without having to find a way to bridge them yeah I agree I agree absolutely it helped kind of for him, it seemed like uh, like he needed to do that, and he's just like, "I'll leave it in yes. for the, I'll leave it in for the audience." Chapter breaks, and it felt yeah. well, it felt like a long miniseries, and made the the story feel a little more epic. 
like your well i heard originally the original plan was to re- release it as like four one hour that's what pieces. i heard too um i'm glad they didn't do I, that i don't think i would have stayed on board i agree with you i don't think i would have watched it um so my my son Did and i renner watched yeah. it with me renner was totally into it totally into it super enjoyed it thought cyborg was rad was into it and then at one point I paused it to go to the bathroom or something like that. And he saw that there was an hour left. We're three hours into the movie. And he goes, there's an hour left. And like was just <laughs> exasperated at how long the movie was. But he otherwise, he totally dug it until he realized that he'd been watching it for three hours. Already, I know. And there was an hour left. Um, I. Did you miss the jokes? Did you miss having uh no i didn't i didn't yeah, me either i didn't miss the jokes because you we built a world for three we built a world with superman batman versus superman that's very not jokey right yeah. so when you when you when you get a man of steel and batman versus superman are not very quippy there was a couple of jokes in there ezra miller is the funny one right like the flash right and your uh, jason momoa has really good comedic timing and so you want to see him be a little more humorous but you're like okay i get it i get it you know Right when Flash is trying on hats and he's like, "Nah, now put the first one back on again." You know that just like dry (laughs) delivery. Yeah, I like I I I have a friend, uh, Eric Eilertson's been on the show before. He loved it, but he's like a he's a Zack Snyder like super sucker. He likes guy. Yeah, there's yeah he loves Sucker Punch, right? So uh, there's nothing that I think Snyder could do where he would be like, "I don't like that movie." That being said, I we got to talk about it. We have to. I want to get to your question in a second. Sure. But before we get there, the additional scene, the epilogue. Oh, I thought that was maybe that was the. Well, I, I didn't know if I was going to watch this thing. Honestly, I was like, okay, but like it just. I didn't have anything else to do. I'm like, okay, I, let's just. This is going to be. I'll start it, and it took me like three sittings. I didn't watch it all in one sitting, and when I got to the end, I I really liked Jared Leto as the joker it, it, it wasn't bad it felt I was it worried felt, it felt like what we had been reading a lot of dc black label stuff and it felt right it felt like the last night on earth mixed with wonder woman um black label um, right and uh, yeah i Better. i know i know it's tough because you don't want like your superheroes cursing but i was like good a little bit of it i'm like i liked i like having that little moment where he was like fuck you <laughs> it was kind of like you, yeah i think that was the whole reason to watch the movie yeah if you want to just watch the epilogue if you are someone who goes like i've seen it i mean the story beats are pretty i mean everything pretty much is it ends up working the same right i don't understand the epilogue at all i don't understand really what's going on there so essentially it's that dream from batman versus superman okay right where Batman's having this reoccurring vision that um, the world Hair demons like, are coming in. And so dark side controls um, he finds the, so what we see in the Batman versus Superman one is the giant uh, Omega symbol. Right. Right. And then in this version of Joss Whedon, we find out that um, the cosmic Steppenwolf, equation. Yeah. Steppenwolf finds well the cosmic equation the uh death what's it yeah um, the life the uh, the equation it's called an equation why can't, something why can't I think of it uh, yeah I mean people are people are anti life the anti life equation yeah yeah so Steppenwolf so sees it stupid. oh crap it's here right 
it is so it's so but it's equation like the curviest of curvy things right so like what we see is in the future as you i think as you piece it together dark side comes all those machines are dark side's machines he's he's destroyed earth or whatever and has superman Possessed under his control superman, yeah right and so this is batman deathstroke mira have it's have, a great team it's a yeah. good little team yeah yeah it'd be fun to watch deathstroke, right deathstroke's really good uh um joe magniola or whatever is how you pronounce yeah. his last name he was really good he had a good look to him on that and a good tone um it was fun. It was really, it was really fun seeing that. I love the tone of that. It made me want to watch a whole movie of just that. Uh, right. That's what I'd like to like. If you want to let, if HBO wants to just let Jared Leto do that, but I don't know that he could or, or what let. A, what is Snyder that monologue? That? He had this great monologue. Uh, uh, Jared Leto had this great monologue as a Joker that you're just like, I want to see this. I want to see this for a whole thing. The shot, yeah, the think, sun coming up, like right, just. Ugh. The rubber glove, like the cleaning gloves. Yeah. I don't like you just did my dishes. Yeah, um, he felt very tank girl, like uh uh Hewitt uh yeah, post apocalyptic yeah. world there. Um I'm I'm curious because here's what it feels like. We're not gonna get that. That's no. not going to exist Despite anywhere. Despite what the internet is demanding now. But I would tell you if you could convince those actors to let Snyder do a five part eight part miniseries where he gets to finish his this story out 15 minutes 15 minute episodes <laughs> six 15 minute I, episodes i think i think that you could i think that you could i think people would want i'd watch it yeah because I, I am okay with so i'm the kind of person who doesn't like this i don't want Zack Snyder's vision to be all of my DC movies. No, it's just, it's not for me. I don't think like, it's just not my cup of tea, but, but elseworlding it and going and having fun in a weird story like that. I'm on board. Right. Let me go read it. I don't want that to be all of my Batman movies for the next 10 years. Yeah. But I don't mind going. He's no Feige. Like he's a different kind of, he's an artist. Like, Feige is more of like a building an empire, right? Yeah. He's producing this empire over at Disney and, and there's a through line and all these movies are connected. But when you just go like what they, what I feel like they did is they're like, well, Snyder is kind of a Nolan esque, like not really, but you know, more Artur than detail oriented guy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So let's, let's, instead of like, we'll let a, a guy like that helm our universe which you probably shouldn't do. No. Right? Like that's that's the that's I think part of the problem. A guy like uh Oh, why can't his name? He did the first Iron Man movie. He's in Iron Man. Swingers. Oh, um, oh yeah, um Favreau. Yeah, Favreau knows how to build something everybody's going to enjoy. Right. Right? That's what he does, right? Those are the movies. Well, he and makes. Like, he knows how to pay off like story beats. None of these DC movies have great story beats to them, where it's like that you the story propels you to these moments of emotional, like oh, wow. yeah. There's all there's all moments. There's yeah. all that's all it is is moment for moment. So like I, I would I would love to see where it goes, but I'm okay with like this going. Okay, we got it. It's it's good. I feel so like I, after, wanna, I feel like the, at the end of a four-hour watching Justice League movie, I should be crying. 
Like there, because you've, I've given you four hours. You should be able to build up to some sort of emotional resonance where I've been with these characters right. for four hours. They're already characters I have a huge history with. I like, I want to like, especially with Superman and Lois and, and all this, there should have been built. I, the, I, if you had four hours with me, you should have been able to squeeze a tear out of me. I cry for everything, dude. I'm going to here. I will agree with you because I rewatched Logan and the end of the the end of the movie made me cry yeah, again. Yeah. When she when she takes the crucifix and turns it into an axe, I lost it again. Yeah. Because you you only get to like you have this long running thing with him being Logan, right? But in this one movie, you get to create this really emotional piece. And you're right, that's part of what's lacking here. But I want to go back to your question. The idea of like, did we open the floodgates with something we don't want? Uh, what do you think? I I think I I think I'm hoping we didn't. Uh, I don't want, I, I like seeing this as an experiment. I think, you know, Zack Snyder, because of everything that happened around this film, if anyone deserved right. a second shot at this, it was great. I loved how it happened. It was like the fans being like, we want right. to see this and HBO making it happen. However, part of the medium of film is because it's so collaborative. It's all these different artists getting together and you're lucky if you end up with something good. Right. That's more the exception than the rule. <laughs> right. And right. And I don't want to these studios to spend their limited amount of financial resources remaking stuff movies? that I've already seen. I go, just make a new thing. You could have made with that Justice League what they've made to reshoot all that. They could have taken that and just made that apocalyptic version of it, you know, like a whole movie of yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I am. I would agree with you. Here's where I think, here's why I don't think you'll see it with Marvel. Marvel is so meticulous about the movies they put together. They're not going to show you a different version of it because to show you a different version of it collapses everything that comes after it. Yeah. Right. The, the, threads, the, it, the threads are woven so tight and it's so expected right. within that medium that yeah. fa fans will revolt. Uh, the, what will happen? Our, what will happen is what happened in the '90s for comic book fans when they started having too much stuff going on and it canceled out continuity. It was like the end of continuity as we knew it. When Claremont right. stopped writing all those X Men's and they stopped having <laughs> control over it, and yeah. it was like, well, how does this make sense? And you lose that illusion. And DC never had right. that illusion. I, well, that's what I. This is the thing. This is the difference. DC had already said, yeah, we're this version of this stuff, we're done, right? The Flash movie is gonna reset everything anyways. Right. Is it? So we don't we don't Are need still to explore. Making that movie? I don't like I after COVID, I don't know, but that was that was the last conversation was we're gonna make this Flash movie and it's gonna let us reset and it's gonna let us like disregard the crap, the Justice League movie that came out, right? It'll let us reset Batman because uh, Affleck didn't want to do it anymore, right? It lets you reset people. Uh, I think they're still doing it because it's supposed to be Affleck and uh, Michael Keaton are going to be in it as I Batman. I heard that. I heard that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't but, know. I, I think that none of these actors so far have really put their stamp on the characters. I, I, could, I, I wouldn't mind them throwing everything out and just recasting stuff starting from different places i i don't know but there's not yeah. like like that wonder woman it's fine she's got a good look to it it's not i don't you could put another one the next wonder woman we could have a different wonder woman and i wouldn't be upset i like momoa's look as aquaman but but I mean, not momoa himself right yeah like i like i would agree with you there's no movie that's come out 
where that character has been. I mean, look, I, I don't want to be a Marvel fanboy, but Robert Downey Jr. is Tony Stark, right? Like there's that put such a stamp on it that you couldn't see someone else playing that part. It's yeah. It's funny you mentioned that because they Marvel and what we're going to talk about next plays off that. When you see someone else in a Captain America outfit, like you, you are, you revolt against it. Like you get like repul- like your stomach is like upset. Well, that's, I mean, that's the one thing. And, and this was the whole thing. Remember, like, we got all of these Marvel movies before Avengers, mm-hmm. but that didn't happen with Justice League, mm-hmm. right? Like we went, all of these characters are, uh, you know, uh, the Flash um, and, Cyborg. and Cyborg and um, Aquaman. Uh, Aquaman are all introduced in it. We did get a Wonder Woman movie, right? Martian Manhunter um, now in this cut. Martian, I enjoyed the Martian Manhunter. That was a kind of, that was a cool thing. I didn't like the green lanterns that we ended up seeing in it. I didn't think that they were very, I like, but I think like, they were like, yeah, you can use this crappy green lantern. We're not going to let you use anybody else. I would like them them to put a little more thought into how they're going to show the green lantern power. Uh, Just because it's right. If they ever make a movie, it's going to be so pivotal is what kind of graphic style is that going to be done in? Right. Right. So, let's let's switch gears again i just want to say like if you want to watch it watch it but yeah. if you're like i don't want to spend four hours watch the epilogue i'm not just mad turn it i'm on. not mad it's out there speed no speed up to the last 30 minutes watch the epilogue see all the extra stuff that uh that that snyder got to do to kind of wrap up his baby i will um, watch the epilogue again on youtube or something like that i, I just i don't want to have to go find it in the in the I don't want to scroll four hours forward, but I'll actually like... what's really nice is on HBO, all the chapters are marked. Oh, okay. Nice. So you can easily get to them in the thing. Uh, but so let's, let's switch gears a little bit. Let's, let's keep this pop culture discussion going right now. WandaVision has been completed on Disney plus, and we are two episodes into uh, Captain America or uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Falcon, the, the Falcon, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. The Falcon. Horrible name for a show. And the Winter Soldier. It is. I rather it was called it Falcon and Bucky. Yeah. Because it's the buddy cop show that I want. Um, yeah. <laughs> so let's let's talk really quick. And, and the conversation I want to have is all right. So we've got WandaVision. It's completed. We're now starting the second series. After this is the second television iteration after the Netflix world Mm -hmm. right agents of shield is in there that inhumans show is in there but no one watched that inhuman show Mm -hmm. and agents of shield was garbage so let's let's not talk about that let's talk about i want to how do you feel so far in the disney plus era of net of of marvel tv shows compared to what you got in netflix well the disney plus stuff really does seem like movie broken up uh, serialized you know there's the structure of the tv format but everything else as far as the scope the scale and everything feels very movie-like which is very different than netflix netflix it was like nypd blue style tv making uh and with a superhero and and we're gonna recycle that over and over again that's where that's the problem they ran into is that by the time you get to like the second Jessica Jones, you're like, this is just the same. You're even using the, same, the same actors, series. the same right. like beats, the uh, the same series. This is, I like how different these two are, WandaVision and 
Oh, for sure. That, that's the that's the one thing I would talk about is their tone. Those two shows have completely different tone compared to every one of those Netflix shows, which was just grim, gritty, dark, grim, gritty, dark, grim, gritty, dark. Right? Mm. Oh, this one has a has mystical dragon powers, but still grim, gritty, dark. Right? Right. It's a bit riskier in the fact that uh, when you play with different genres like that. You might lose people because, oh, I just can't stand this genre. Uh, you know, like, oh, I liked WandaVision because I like this kind of mystery. It, it's involving domestic mystery. This one, it's like, oh, I'm not a big fan of buddy cop action type stuff. It's literally, it. it is, it feels, that very first episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier feels very much like the beginning of Captain America Winter Soldier. Yeah. Right? You get this mission, you get this very high stakes big action piece and then it's then it shrinks down to like family drama well, yeah and i think they do that very good well i think it, it happened i think it happened really well even in the the show lengths and number of episodes is different which even kind of plays with it that way like now you're getting like 45 minute long episodes where wandavision was right. like 30 30 30 minutes you know until the last couple episodes which were long right yeah but there was like nine or ten of them and this one is like six and they're like, it seems like they're gonna be like around the 45 minute mark well, who knows but they're even that feels the pacing feels different as well so it's yeah it's, it's really exciting to see what they're doing and it makes me really excited for like loki because you're like oh what's this gonna be now i also right. you you also feel like you want to watch it more as by the time we got to luke cage season two and jessica jones season two I, I I knew what was going to happen in the show because I had cracked the format of, you know, right. Punisher season two, all these things. Uh, this is like, I don't know what this, I don't know what this Loki show is going to be. If it, if it was Loki on Netflix, he'd be like, okay, so he's, it's going to be in New York. It's going to be like the cast of The Wire is going to be, is going to be uh, the ensemble cast in it. Um, yeah. They're not going to go outside New York maybe once or twice. So that's the budget they, that they have. And that's it. It's going to be four yeah, episodes I, longer than it should be. <laughs> yes, uh, I would agree with you. I think the other thing that we're getting right now is I think the other reason it feels different is Marvel Disney is committed to this being part of the universe. That other piece of it doesn't. You could erase it off the map and it wouldn't matter. Yeah. I have a feeling that you cannot, you're not going to be able to do that with WandaVision and the Falcon and uh, the Winter Soldier. I just feel like you couldn't erase these series. Now, you might not have to watch them mm -hmm. in order to enjoy the next movies, but the character development is going to be important to who those people are. And it's going to jump into the films. Right. I agree. Right. I agree. It's <clears throat> funny that so far, it's it reminds me so much of comic books because like after those big events you would have it would be a shadow over those events and the blip we have now seen be a major part of uh WandaVision and Bucky uh you know Falcon and Winter right. Soldier and also we saw in Spider-Man Far From Home so already the blip being the looming background politics of both the television and that. And it's it's fun. I'm like, yeah, let's play. Like, I have questions about the blip. Like, don't just say right. it happened. Let's explore that. And let's look at the unintended consequences of it. And now Falcon Winter Soldier, you have this militia group 
that is trying to go back to the world that feel like they've been forgotten about because of all these world governments paying attention to the people who are coming back from the blip and they're setting up borders again. They wanted to kind of go back to the tribal, I guess, world of the blip. Right. And I think that's a really cool. It's a, it's a fun thing to explore. They made their own terrorist group, like a blip terrorist group. Right. Which is kind of a really cool thing to explore. And, And I think like, I, I think the other thing that you get is that you're playing with the movie characters, right? So you get to explore them more. And that's what's different about this than it is about the Netflix series. Mm. Not only is the tone different, but you also get to go like, you know, we have all of these characters that we've put in the movies. Let's spend some time. Let's spend some more time with them. Yeah. And I thought like WandaVision was this really interesting way to explore that grief really just to bring back the vision right right like it was 10 episodes just so you could get to we brought the vision back for for the avengers guys yeah. and we gave and we wanted to give scarlet witch her powers so this is our this is like we wanted to give her her full regala right and this is the way we do it we couldn't do it in the movie because this is what's in. I think what's really fun is they get to fill in the gaps. Mm-hmm. You get to use these to fill in the gaps. So you get to go like, oh, Vision's so what back? if questions? Yeah, right. Like, how did like if it were just the next movie and they're like, oh, well, we rebuilt Vision by using blah, 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 blah. They like, could have just played it. Right. Yeah. But what you get is you get this this sort of deep exploration of Wanda's sort of like, you know, sadness and, you know, dismay over losing this person. And you get to explore like, what is vision? What is vision? You know, like, where which is, is a tough, que- it, which this? is a tough question that comic books have always tried to explore with vision. Like what right. is, what's the, what's the deal with vision? Yeah. Uh, Can and, an Android cry? Yeah. Android. So what is it? Android sorcerers and aliens. Yeah, the big three. (laughs) So talking specifically about Falcon Winter Soldier, here's one of my complaints. Okay. Uh, Well, here's two. Well, one, some of the the jokes feel forced. Like some of the buddy copness feels forced. Uh, Well, we've only got one real buddy cop episode. Right. The second episode is the only, when they're finally together. I loved it. I loved it. They get where you're coming from. Yeah, I see the relationship a little more. It's, the chemistry doesn't, it, it's not as Danny Glover, Donald right. Glover, yeah, and, and that, it's it's a lot of like, oh, we're doing this? Okay, you get it here. Are we having a staring contest? Like, let's get close. Oh, you bet I'm going to get close. Am I close enough now? This is what you wanted? Oh, this is what I wanted. You know, it's like that very, so I'm fine. I'm going to let that go. Uh, but the other thing is, uh, I, I hope they don't fall into the trap of too many super soldiers and just super soldiers just coming out of, like that's just yes. an easy thing to go back to, which is like, oh wait, now there was a, a the the black super soldier that they made. Now there are these young right. super soldiers so, and all this stuff. I think the problem ends up being though, and this is what we see: how do you find someone? And this is the Superman problem, right? How do you find someone for Superman to fight? Right. You, so you have to find someone who's on. It's easy to find someone for. It's easy to find. Like Falcon isn't a super soldier, right? Right. But Bucky is. So how do you how do you find someone to fight the Winter Soldier where it's where he's just not always going to outmatch them unless it's 
some other hero. And this is the easy way to put a no face villain out there until we get to, I want to know who the big bad is, right? Well, I know that it's, what's his name? It's it's, what's his name's going to be Baron Zemo's going to, which I'm, I'm stoked for me too. He's good. I'm stoked because he was so good and he was wasted. I feel like he was a wasted character in winter soldier. Although that movie in my favorite Marvel movie, I think Baron Zemo didn't get to be his giant evil. Zemo so reminds me of like Ben Shapiro. <laughs> I, but I'm I'm here for for exploring that. Uh, but I get it. I get what you're saying. Like if it were just a ragtag group, if it was just soldiers, if it were just regular terrorists, it wouldn't be a challenge, though, right? Or, or or if they're setting it up for with this. Now we have the old guy who is you know apparently a super soldier as well. And this, so the serum is just like, was everywhere. If they're going to use like these six episodes to like have a shit ton of serum soldiers and then remove it all and just have, all right, here is our only person with like clear the table, you know, like, like, yeah. like, the, Spider- oh, like that. Yeah. the Spider-Man clone thing. Oh, you can have them all, but we have too many spread out. So this is the definitive storyline. We're going to clear it all up. All these super soldiers are going to battle uh, all out. And at the end, we're going to have like Bucky is the only one with the serum or whatever it is. But yeah, I can dig that. I think that's a good way to do it. Um, I so the other thing to kind of bounce back to the Netflix piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are do you what's one character Punisher. From that Netflix, Punisher. you want you want Punisher to stay over? Punisher, I like Charlie Cox as a Daredevil, but I got enough of him. Three seasons of that, it felt good. It felt I don't need a lot more. I I didn't. What I wasn't you, enthralled with him enough that I'm like I need more Charlie Cox. What I think there are movie, other people who can play that. So here's here's to go to Charlie Cox. He reportedly wrapped filming for um, Spider Man Three. Yeah, playing. I'm assuming. Murdoch. Uh Matt Murdock. So here's what I would say. I think if you could Marvel Disneyize it, I'm on board. Yeah. If I can sort of, I really love that Daredevil series. It was fun. It was, it was, well, fun. Maybe Did not you ever right finish word, that third one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like, I enjoyed it. It was, it was a good exploration of a character, but I did really like Charlie Cox in that role. So I am, I'm interested to see how do you shift him into the movie? Because you can forget, you don't have to go watch any of that, right? Mm-hmm. You can if you want, but I wonder what this character will be like compared, like, you know what I mean? Like, I wonder how that works. And here's the other thing I'm not sure of. Here's the other thing that I'm interested in. Now that Tony Stark's gone, right? They did mention him a couple times in Winter Soldier mm-hmm. and, and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier about like, oh, you've got this all tech. this Tark. Yeah. You've got this, this Stark tech he was essentially the benefactor of all these suits and all these things. And now that he's gone, is it pepper pots? That's what I'm interested. I wonder how they play it off. Yeah. Who's right? like, if you're going to, if you're going to start, well, especially right? since they brought in the finance, fine financial stuff in the first episode. Yeah. Of, and the fact that, Oh, you know, Stark really wasn't like paying these people or anything like that. Right. I wonder if that's a perfect time to bring in pepper pots to like the, the, at the end, uh, address that issue of like, Hey, no, these, these people, they're do something. They, they shouldn't have to sell off assets to, right. And then pepper pots comes in and starts writing some checks. Uh, I think that would be, I wonder how you like, I wonder how you do that because you need pepper pots thing. in this universe because Stark tech is so prevalent. You need to know who's right. keeping this all up. 
Right. That's because that's what I mean. Like Tony Stark was such an integral piece to each of these, each of these things. I guess you could essentially go like, nah, we've got space tech now, right? We've got guardians galaxy technology. We've got, you know, Ragnarok, well, especially tech, right? with, uh, um, uh, Nick Fury up there, you know? Right. right. So I, I, you, you can, you can play with that. So, um, I am, I'm totally interested to see where this goes. I liked the reveal of Monica Rambeau meeting the alien at the end of WandaVision, right? Getting the the scroll, the, uh, scroll at the end of it. I'm like, okay, cool. Okay, I want to see where I I I enjoy the little Easter eggs that were that were kind of do you getting think, in here to set up other stuff. Do you were you disappointed that that the Fantastic Four wasn't set up? Do you feel oh they won't they yeah. they will they will set up the Fantastic Four in a movie. They won't set it up on a TV show. You don't think because so. I think they want it to be a giant event. Yeah, that is and so, that is one sleight of hand because that first WandaVision, we're like, how much are they going to show in these TV shows? And they had set you up like, oh shit, they're going to show everything. Like they're going right. to make big moves in this. They might bring in the Fantastic Four. They might bring in the X-Men in a TV show. And they set that up. And then they showed their hand at the end where it's like, no, you get a scroll. Uh, and you're like, yeah. oh, okay. I see what you did yeah. there. But now I'm not expecting it in, in Winter Soldier. I'm not expecting the uh, uh, right a big world changing event. No, I, I don't think we're gonna get that. Character development I, is what you're gonna get. You're gonna care about right, the Falcon I'm, more, and you're gonna care about the Winter Soldier more. So when you see them, and not just right. ancillary characters. And I think that that's an important piece because we're not gonna get three Iron Man movies before avengers 2 right like that's not gonna that's really not gonna happen right now we're not gonna get two scarlet witch movies before the next big marvel event we're not gonna get you know what i mean that's gone so now you have to build these you have to build these characters in tv shows Mm -hmm. because we can't spend all of these solo movies building up who they are right because they have to interact now because yeah. they're interacting because they're all I think that's the thing that's smart about it because the one thing that's sort of like the one thing early on about those Marvel movies is like how are they not running into each other right right like how is the how is like oh okay how we are they getting the how are they getting paid how are they not running into each other uh, we had to send Hulk to another planet so yeah. he wouldn't show up in this movie. Okay, I get it. And so, oh, we had a Thor had to go back. It was his second movie had to be in Asgard. You know, like he had to start it there. That's where he's been. But now all these characters are like Earth characters, right? right? Like they're all here. So this gives you a way to like go like here's their little story in between when we're going to have to bring them together for big events. Yeah, everyone's because- depowered now. Pretty much like you've taken the the the, the teeth out of like the Avengers, like the heavy hitters are all either dead or off in different places or have given up. And now it's just the very human side of it or the superhuman side of it. And I would tell you like after, after watching like WandaVision, you go like, okay, they've made Scarlet, Witch a extremely powerful character. Yeah. The vision, a super powerful character is back. Right. But you don't know when he's coming back because he, he took off, right? Yeah. So I think that that's the interesting thing that you're getting is 
they're letting you play. They get to play with these set pieces a little differently and spend some time with characters in lower stakes stuff. Yeah, you that talk, makes sense. But like, still like high class. You always talk about like taking your you know toys out and playing with them in the sandbox, yeah. right? But the equivalent is like when you're a kid, you take your toys, and it doesn't matter what toy they are, like the generic toy, and then in your head you make them. You have to like this is Spider Man, and you create this. Yeah. What Mar what Marvel's doing with these shows, it's like they're getting like the sixty dollar you know action <laughs> figures, and they have a right. whole set of them. The ones you would never play with or to, like take out of their box, they're actually like using those. So you get to like create. Like a, a little kids playing with top of the line action figures. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, you're getting a very different thing. I'm super excited for it. I think the Loki one's going to be good. I'm actually. I'm, I'm excited for you Black what, Widow, I'm, man. I am. I'm excited for the movie this summer. It's finally going to come out. I'm excited to see it. Um, I'm stoked for Moon Knight. I'm not going to lie, man. Like, I was like, I don't know. It seems like a weird character to do, but. I think they picked the right actor. Like who's, who's it's doing Moon Knight? It's uh, uh, Oscar. What's it? I, Oscar. Yeah, Oscar I, Isaac. Isaac. Okay. Oscar Isaac is gonna. I saw a video of him doing some training, training for the fight scenes. Dude, I don't know how they do that. I was like, oh, that's way more intense. Like I was trying to picture myself. Okay, if you give me one of these roles, I couldn't do that. Yeah, I can't. It's a lot of training. I, I can't even dance. So doing that <laughs> stuff, I can't. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, so I'm excited to where where it's gonna go. So I I think, um, I am enjoying the tone switch. Although I did enjoy, I did really enjoy the first two seasons of Daredevil. I really did enjoy that first Jessica Jones season for the most part, and the Luke Cage season for the most part. Again, all of them were about four episodes too long. It, but it did feel like Marvel Knights, like that yes. miniseries, and it yeah. did feel like a sub label on marvel this doesn't feel like this, a, this doesn't feel like no, a sub label this is like yeah this is this isn't dc black label right like this is this is like this is prime time this is stuff is important yeah right? yeah exactly um which i think just gives it you ha it makes you feel like you have to watch it and there, i didn't watch i didn't watch jessica jones season two i didn't watch luke cage season two did they make a second season of iron fist uh yeah i don't think they did i don't know uh i don't so, know like i no, no, they didn't. I didn't i didn't watch those defenders. yeah i didn't watch those because i was like i don't need to they've already told me that it's not going to come into the rest of the stuff so why do i have to watch it maybe but this this feels very this feels very important yeah right? it does this it, feels it, it, i like the once a week thing to um I like how, hey, no, we only have this is only six episodes or this is only nine yeah. episodes. It's not like, OK, they're all going to be eight episodes. Yes. So we got to fill it in. It's like they're going to be as long as they need to be for us to tell the story we're telling. That's what I think is the best part. Mm -hmm. They're going to be as long as we need to be to tell the story. I mean, how so, great would it be to like see like a three 45 minute story arc of like Squirrel Girl? You know, right? like, <laughs> we don't need 10 episodes of a Squirrel Girl, but like. Not even tell people they filmed it and just drop it and be like, oh shit. This is like like, don't get too excited. It's just three episodes, but you get Squirrel Girl. And you and so when she shows up yeah. in something, you get a little more backstory, right? Yep. Like you you know this character more. I think that that's the fun thing that they're gonna get to explore that they're not doing yet. I mean, we got to explore stuff, but right now it's characters we already know. I think Moon Knight will be an interesting way to do it to show you here's we're introducing a brand new Is that character. a movie or a, a TV show? I think it's going to be a TV show. Oh, maybe it is a movie. I thought it was TV show. 
I could be wrong. I'll have to. I'm so not interested in Moon Knight, but like I'm willing to give it a shot. I I figure like I'm paying for Disney Plus. I'll watch the first episode of anything. Yeah. Right. Um. So. Anything else in the world of uh, pop culture you want to throw at us, Travis? Um, what have I been watching? Um, oh, I did check out the first couple episodes of Superman Lois. How was it? Uh, it it's it's probably exactly what you think it's going to be. It's very, very C- CW. It's very CW. I like the guy playing Superman. Uh, I yeah, like he was, he's good in Supergirl. I like. Oh, is he is he in, in that? Yeah. He okay. plays Superman in Supergirl. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's good. He's got like a real kind of dor- he, real kind of dorkiness to him. I don't like the kids. They're very annoying. They're very like emo, brooding, and you're like, dude, like chill the chill. They're always like, you lied to me, Dad. You're like, chill out, man. It's like, why are there kids in it? He, Lois, they they have two sons, like teenage sons. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Okay. Two, and like one of them. Is showing signs that he has some Kryptonian powers, and then you have Lex Luthor, but it looks like it's like a Lex Luthor from a different universe, and he's trying to hunt down Superman because Superman destroyed his world. I only watched like two of them. I don't think I'll continue okay. watching it, uh, but I did like the guy playing Superman. I thought he was he was really good. It was fun like yeah, seeing he, he, him. He was like the he I heard he was, he was in the original like the old school costume. I yeah. saw the I saw a clip of him in the old costume, which yeah. seemed kind of cool. And he has a. Uh, um, like he's like helping his coach his son's football team, uh, and but it's 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 not one I would recommend. But okay, I, I'm surprised right. I even I surprised I even put it on. I it was weird. But you probably like what are you doing right? Like yeah. you're you're quarantined. You finally got your vaccination. But before then, what are you gonna do? Yeah, nothing. There's nothing yeah, to do. Exactly. Um, that's why like Gab went to a, went to like the state wrestling meet to watch some of her kids compete. And like Renner and I were home by ourselves for an entire Saturday. So we watched all four hours of the justice league. Cause what else was I going to Yeah. Do? It becomes like you an know? event. Yeah. 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 So that's what we did. We made popcorn and got a bunch of candy and watched it. Yeah. I, don't, I haven't, um, you know what I'm, I, I want to, so remember we read um, animal man, right? Mm-hmm. I read the next volume, the the more I finished the Morrison run. Mm-hmm. And then I f- saw the next two volumes were cheap on uh Comixology. So I'm I just read Who's who's I'm on, who's writing that? Um after Morrison it's No no big no big names. It's a bigger name but I can't think of it right. It's okay. not like a big name, but it's uh, not not anybody you're like, "Oh man, they're writing Call it." Me. Yeah, yeah. They they reset animal man animal man a little bit okay. after morrison because morrison remember like the Took alien so invasion thing there, happened yeah, yeah and so they reset it a little bit um it seems i'll probably i'll probably finish the run right yeah, there's a couple well. volumes you left there's far. a couple volumes left I'll, I'll finish the run just to see where they until they ended it because it doesn't get rebooted until what's his name does it and we read that one uh, until Lemire. Oh, yeah, yeah, until, yeah, Lemire. Lemire. Until yeah. Lemire does oh, wow. it, right? So yeah, this is this is the run. So I figure like, oh, I'll read it and let the run just finish it out. I had read no. uh, some X-Men uh, trades because uh, I, I read House of M and then was yeah. reading trade after trade after it. So these were like, oh. like no big events and it was just kind right. of meandering. It wasn't great. Like you, you realize like, ooh, X-Men is either hit or miss. Like they have these great events, but then it'll be like four years of mediocre yeah uh storylines and i was like oh but it was it was fun 
because now I, I open an X-Book, X-Men book now, and I'm like, who's that character? This seems to be have been around for a while. Who's that character? Who are these triplets? Yeah. The Frost <laughs> triplets? Where do they come from? So I got to see a couple origins of characters okay. that I had seen now. So that was kind of cool, but none of them grabbed me very much. So I, I stopped. I think that's my only problem with the X-Men is there's too many of them. Yeah. So it's 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 fun. It's probably a fun playground to be a writer in. Yeah. Because you get to go like, oh, here's a problem. There's a mutant to solve it. Here's my mutant to solve it. Mm-hmm. Or I've created this mutant. Now I'm going to throw problems that only that mutant can solve. You, right? need, like, to, you need to treat <clears throat> X-Men like a wardrobe. Okay. Once you're packed. If you're going to buy a new shirt, you have to get rid of a shirt. And that might, the shirt might still work. It might be a good shirt, but you can't get a new shirt until you decide what you're going to get uh, let go. I think you're right. Cause at this point, there's just too many of them, right? Yeah. You got to kill some of them off. And the problem is you can't kill the core group yeah. because they're the core group. Yeah. You're going to so need them you're back. Just, you're left with this giant tapestry of characters where you're like, eh. Yeah. Who's that person? That doesn't look like them. Oh, it's because they haven't been around for six years and there's a completely different artist drawing them. So how am I supposed right. to recognize that? Yeah, how am I supposed to know that? How many kids does Wolverine have? Do they all have claws? Is that a clone? Feet? Is that a clone? Like a raptor? Oh, her name's yeah. raptor? That yeah. could be a thing. I don't know. <laughs> Probably is. <laughs> all right, all right. So we've got a couple books coming up. We're going to have Dr. Dan on the show to talk about um we're going to talk about the department of truth a uh image book very deep in uh conspiracy theories i think Mm -hmm. that'll be a fun conversation and then i don't know what we've got going on yeah then we got the reset yeah yeah then we're going to set some books uh so we want to thank you all for for listening thank you folks for for joining us remember you can find all of our episodes on the website comicexposure.com you can follow us on spotify or subscribe on uh itunes give us those good ratings you go to the website and buy yourself a sweet comic exposure shirt or gear to get you through the summer. It's starting to warm up here in Arizona. You might need a new t-shirt and we've got t-shirts that you can get. T-shirts. T-shirts. Yeah. I think that's it. I got to get some t-shirts. I got to buy some of our shirts. Like I have them in my luggage for the summer. That's good. That's good. All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Travis and I'll see you next trade. (laughs) 